All right, guys, it's Monday. We're back at it again. This is Blake here. We got Yusuf the Guru Khan over here on uh, Discord. And this is the weekend recap. Uh, we, we've got a few things going on today. We've had a lot of stuff happen over the weekend. Uh, for starters, let's go ahead and make sure we tune in every Monday at 7 uh, here on Real Country 102.1 The Outlaw. You can also hear us on WAUC 1310 AM Wachula. If you can't can't find us on the radio uh you can easily find us online at www.102.1theoutlaw.com stream us live there and just in case you missed the show you can always find our podcasts on facebook instagram and twitter so make sure you check those out just search the weekend recap and uh stay up to date with all the news and the the latest entertainment going around the leagues uh, for starters, let's give a thank you to our sponsor, Great American Florida Gun Show. They have a gun show coming up this weekend in LaBelle at the Civic Center. That's going to be June 11th and 12th. So make sure you check them out. If you're trying to find a Father's Day gift for that dad in your life, what better way to say thank you, dad, than showing up with some, with a gun, some ammunition, a knife, and say, hey, dad, let's go check out the gun range, you know? So make sure you you go check these guys out. See if there's something that you can get your pops for Father's Day, and make sure you tell them the uh, the recap crew sent you, man. Uh, Yusuf, how you doing over there? Hey, hey, Blake, how's it going, man? I'm excited about the Tampa Bay Lightning with a big win yesterday. Oh my God, dude, that was uh, I was worried <laughs> with the especially the way the second period started you know i mean not necessarily started oh, but the way the second me, period started going <laughs> you know it was, a, it was a good stalemate there in the first period but uh second period rolls around and you get those two freaking oh yeah they, so they were close to each other back to back you know it's i was like oh my god it's gonna be a repeat of game one <laughs> you know uh but Lo and behold. Yeah, that guy that guy with the long hair has been killing us all series. Oh, my God. I'm still trying to. Jab yeah, I'm glad you decided to say it because I was just going to call him Mika all freaking night. So. <laughs> <laughs> but Zinner Jab it is. But this dude, look, go ahead and cut Samson's hair, man. This dude is, he has been on the stat line every freaking game against us. And he is. He he can put it in the net, man. He's he's been looking good. That's uh, if you ain't circled his name yet over there in Tampa, you are not watching this game. Oh yeah, definitely. And you know, uh, you know, I was at the game, so you could just feel the air, like just get out of the stadium when they went up oh, two God. to zip. We had a power play, and then they got a power play right away, and it was it was just crazy. But you know. Just going through the game, and then, you know, they score one, sort of get us back into it, going into the third, and then, you know, then we obviously tie it up, and then, you know, that last minute we can get into it. That was crazy. Man, you know what? They, uh, this was a different Tampa Bay Lightning team that we've been, uh, than we've watched over the first two games. Lord, I, I was worried. I was starting to put us on sweep alert. I had these Tampa Bay Lightning fan oh, pages yeah. just absolutely livid with me on my comments with uh, Vaskalevsky. I won't even say on the air what we were calling them on, <laughs> on Facebook because it, it lit a few fires. So we'll we'll, we'll keep those fires out. But, uh, man, he, he was not looking good in game one. I mean, he just, that nine-game nine wait just this dude was stuck in mud he could not move at all this this guy could not fill up that net to save his life yeah i think that that you know that big break and then 
Uh, New York was hot coming off that series. You know, they really just caught us off guard in New York. And they really just stuck it to us the first two games. And it looked like it was going that way game three. But, I mean, I guess that's what the Lightning are back-to-back champions. They fought a way. They found a way to come back. And, you know, I mean, you know Palat scores by a beautiful pass by Kucherov in the last minute. Oh, and, I know. You know. That's how she wrote. That, that was a, a nice little exchange right there. So, I mean, that, that one that one sealed the deal. And, and you know, we got the Vassy that we're used to that night you know last night so that one i I felt a lot better i mean i was very uneasy when these guys went up to nothing i was like oh god and and like you said the the whole place was deflated so at least i wasn't the only one feeling that so (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know i I, the the more i talk about these teams the more i'm finding i'm getting invested in them as a fan you know i I grew up in tennessee i've got my teams i follow up there but uh, they they like to hurt me good, man, and and that that's I was bracing myself for this Tampa Bay Lightning fan. I thought they was gonna hurt me good again, but hey, I, I'm glad to see them pull it off. I, I like I said, sweeper no sweeping right now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, this yeah we made it a series, and let's see if we can get you know another home game, and uh, if we can make it two to two, I think it's definitely gonna go down to seven then. Yeah, well, I'd really not want to see it go to seven. <laughs> Just to be honest with you, uh, my anxiety can't take you this have mess. Enough, yeah, and acid and everything. Right? You know, look, I spent the last forty minutes trying to find my freaking tomes. Uh, my my wife, since I've <laughs> since the school year's over, I'm back home for the next two months. The uh, she's unpacked my things and decided where she wants to keep them. And and I've been missing my tums, man. This this series has given me some serious heartburn, some serious indigestion. But hey, we're feeling good today. <laughs> feeling real good. This oh, isn't yeah. one of these Pepsi eight, <laughs> you know, what whatever the other ones are, you know. But I'm I'm feeling pretty good, you know. Kucherov looked great. Kucherov, I mean, this is this should be no shock to Tampa Bay, but for our listeners up there in Nashville, this is a name you guys need to understand in the NHL world. This guy is day in, or week, game in, game out on the stat line. If he's not filling in an assist here, this guy is putting his people in the right position. This guy is always in the stat line as far as goals happening. And the playoffs, I mean, Kucherov, this guy is a staple here in Tampa Bay. And I hope to God they can keep this guy around. Oh, yeah. And, you know, one thing, you know, Kuch has been playing good. Stamkos has had his goals. Pallad obviously got the game winner. Um, Hedman's playing good defense. But one guy everyone's forgetting about that we could really use right now is Braden Point. He's yeah. been injured since, I think, the last series. So, I mean, he was I think the one he's that went into trying the, to return. Wasn't he the one that went into the uh, the boards and, and hurt his leg? Yeah. 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 So, it's uh, it'd be nice to get he's that guy got back. A, yeah, he's been a vital cog the last few years, getting some big time goals in the championship run. So, I mean, if we can get him back, we can, you know, this next game. Do you have the Tums ready for uh, Tuesday night? Ooh, tomorrow at eight. Oh man, look, I, I think I've already mixed it in with my Dr. Pepper. <laughs> we got, I got it on standby, man. That thing. This might as well be coming out of a Pez dispenser. <laughs> hey, maybe we should patent that. <laughs> but uh, I'm ready for it, man. I mean, it's unless you are a Colorado Avalanche fan, I, I don't think uh, you have any real security right now in the NHL playoffs. I mean, Edmonton, oh, yeah. these guys, I mean, that Lord, game one, I, I thought between Edmonton and Calgary, I thought that was a game 
good lord, uh, the Avalanche and the Oilers here, man, they, they put up some numbers on game one. Let me pull this back up over here. Bear with me. Let's see. Tampa Bay Lightning. So game one. The Oilers. These guys put up six goals, right? You, you think that would be enough to win any hockey game, correct? Uh, until yeah, yeah. the Avalanche just completely <laughs> dominate you with eight goals. <laughs> Look, I felt terrible when they swept the uh, the Preds, but at least we're not going to be the only ones. <laughs> so, eight and six. That's, that's crazy, just the amount of goals. Yeah, I remember seeing that, like 14 goals in one game. Was, Dude, these guys. You know, we might not even get that for a series. <laughs> the Avalanche have put up 16 goals in the last three games. Just to give you an idea of what they're doing. Wow. And game two, they put put up a shutout. They put an offer on these guys. So, I mean, clearly the Oilers have proven they can put up some some numbers in a hurry. I mean, they did it with Calgary in the playoffs. Yeah. And, and did it here in game one. But to, to shut these guys out, man, this is a scary team. Either this conference is very, very weak with one big dog up top or the Avalanche are just going to beat the brakes off everybody this year, man. This is a team I'm worried about. So, let's see. Oh, yeah. We'll get over here to what Tampa Bay was doing. So, let's get back over here to game one. Obviously, game one was not something to uh, to write home about. But <laughs> <laughs> we do have some stats from it. Uh Game run one, Steven Stamkos, this dude had six shots on goal. He put up a goal. He put up an assist. Uh, Palat, you know, three shots on goal. He gets a score. Uh, Vasilevsky, I mean, this dude gave up six goals on 34 shots. I mean, not to, to beat a dead horse, but Jesus, that, that game was just absolutely abysmal. You know, this Philip Chittle guy. And it, didn't, uh, it didn't start off, you know, so bad. It was like, I don't know, one is zip or two hurry. to zip and then. Yeah, and then we tied it up, but then just after that, it just went downhill. It's like, <laughs> oh no! It was an avalanche. <laughs> it felt like we were playing Colorado. <laughs> yeah, an avalanche. No pun intended, right? <laughs> but no, man, that was uh, that escalated quickly. <laughs> I'm sitting there watching the game, oh, yeah. and by the time they went up four goals, and it just didn't look to be stopping, I was like, you know what? I- I think there's something else I could be doing. <laughs> I just did not want to go to bed feeling bad, man. And that one had me had me leaning that way. But uh, I was... Did you go over to your wife and ask her for some chores for once? For some chores, oh, yeah. You need something. Yeah, you need something done. <laughs> Look, you can ask uh, the social media world how my week went, man. I, I went on a blackout <laughs> this week. Uh, that's that's how that game had me feeling. That's how this series had me feeling. I'm like, man, look, no hard knock on this league. But without NHL hockey right now, we're talking playoffs and what might happen in the NFL this year. <laughs> so I'm excited about the playoffs right now, and I, I want to keep this ride rolling. So it's uh, we'll, we'll get into baseball a little bit later. But uh, how are you feeling about game four coming up tomorrow? We, we, how do you think this is going to shape up? We play good at home. I'm, I'm comfortable with us being at home for this one. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, I think we just we the thing that's always killing us is like this series is like we're always coming from behind. So if we can actually mm-hmm. get a lead and maintain it, I think that would be huge instead of going down one to zip, two to zip, and kind of claw our way back in, yeah. um, like we had, you know, game one and the second game. Obviously, we did it. 
the matchups just aren't quite there, you know. When you go down that fast and by that much, you're putting out guys that can score, not necessarily guys that are great at defense. So, I mean, it, it just really gets tilted one way once it gets out of control like that. Yeah, and I think their goalie has just been, for the most part, just been playing great. I think his name is Igor or something. But, oh. I mean, that dude has just been playing lights out. He might He's definitely their MVP for the playoffs so far. You know what? That's, you're looking at the two best hockey goalies in the world right here. So, I mean, these guys yeah. have just absolutely played lights out. Now, Igor, this, this dude might want to start looking. Look, his last name's so fun to say. It's Shesterkin. And I feel like okay, they should... I wasn't going to say it. I was, I was leaving that one up for you. <laughs> He's like, look, man, this one's a little too Caucasian for me. I'm going to let you take this European <laughs> name real quick. <laughs> but look, when you say Shesterkin, it feels like a, a don't you know should follow it. You know, Shesterkin, don't you know. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I, I want to keep this around for a game seven so I can talk about this guy. But you know what this guy really needs? What's that? He, he needs a sponsor from Icy High because they lit him up in the goal, dude. He had he defended fifty two shot attempts last night. I mean, they just oh, absolutely wow. just hammered this dude. Look, if we were looking at a different type of Bay team <laughs> from the first two games. These guys came out and absolutely attacked the net. It, it was it was good hockey to see. Oh yeah, I think any other goalie we would have you know easily oh. won four or five. Oh, no, just absolutely so. obliterated. Hopefully we got him rattled, man. I'm hoping because game four, it's, look, by the time this show wraps up, we got 24 hours until game four happens. And I don't want to be talking about the Edmonton, not Edmonton, about the Tampa, not the Tampa Bay Lightning, the New York Rangers and whoever else comes out of that Colorado series. And, and it's it's going to be a hard one to say it's not Colorado, but I, I would really like to see well, Colorado coming up. Not really. Well, you know, you're saying we have 24 hours. Did you hear about the incident with the Panthers, what they did between games in Tampa? Oh, they went God. to a certain uh, gentleman's establishment. I think we might have to do the same thing for the Rangers. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, I think Bob Kraft was there. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it seemed like one of those type establishments. It's uh, they, they certainly heated up the ice we'll, we'll, we'll put it that way they cooled some pucks <laughs> off i mean I, whatever pun you want to put in this one i mean i just yeah next <laughs> we're about to get ourselves in trouble Let, let's move on so <laughs> now it, it, it seems to be cut and dry that we got colorado coming out do you, do you see edmonton oh, making yeah. any attempt on nah, extending this they might at all? get a game they might get a game, um, but I think it's definitely, if not done in four, then definitely five. I don't see it going beyond that. Okay. Well, what about you? How are you feeling about that series? Man, I think they're going to sweep them. I just, game yeah. one, you saw a whole lot of firepower. They just, But right now, these guys have just rolled over and played dead. It's like they've run out of steam. You know, they, they, these guys, they have played their butts off, but... Uh, it's it's been fun to watch, <laughs> at least when the, yeah. the the points have been raining in. Now, speaking of watching, we're about to start doing a whole lot of watching of this, and, and we're talking MLB baseball. Uh, there's been a whole lot of uh, uh, been a few games since last time we've really talked about these guys, and 
things are starting to shape up. You're starting to take a better look at the standings where all these different teams are, are falling into place. Uh, you know, down here, we talk about the Tampa Bay Rays and the Miami Marlins. Uh, Nashville's kind of got an identity crisis right now. They they don't have a baseball team, but we got them listening in for down there in Atlanta. We've got them listening in over there for the Cincinnati Reds. We got them listening in over there for the uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. You know, when I was growing up, I listened and watched the St. Louis Cardinals because that was back with the uh, the McGuire home run race and all that stuff. So that was a whole lot of fun to watch, but. Uh, how are you feeling about this baseball season so far and how things are starting to shape up? Yeah, I mean, the you know, just I follow the Rays more closely, so I obviously pay attention more to them and been to a few games. But, I mean, yeah, the you know, the Yankees are looking good this year. Uh, obviously, that AL East division is tough. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. And then, you know, over West, I think, you know, it's the usual contenders over there too. So, you know, it's shaking out pretty much, I think, like, what everyone said it would so i mean there's still a lot of baseball left to play so i guess we'll see you know the i I guess i shouldn't be surprised but uh to see the yankees sitting on top right now just hasn't been something i'm i've been used to seeing over the last couple years over here in our uh our division you know the rays were sitting here comfortably at third behind the blue jays and the, the yankees uh looks like a couple games ahead of the uh a few games ahead of the uh the red sox and the Orioles. Orioles here, but uh, the MLB released their power rankings, and we teased a little bit earlier today on social media uh, on the top ten list here. Uh, the top five, I guess, makes a whole lot of sense for what's going on uh, right now in baseball, and, and you see a whole lot of normal names at the top of this list. So, obviously, number one, yeah, right, right now we got the the New York Yankees. They're sitting thirty nine and fifteen. Uh, they were ranked second last week. They've moved up one spot in these power rankings with uh, MLB.com. Uh, we're looking here with the Dodgers. You know, these guys, again, 35 and 19. Uh, they slip a spot to the Yankees uh, down to number two. Uh, the New York Mets, 37 and 19. You know, these guys are still sitting at number three from where they were rated last week. But, uh, I mean, you got two New York teams in the top three. I mean, it's got to be a whole lot of fun up there in New York for this time of year, watching a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of baseball. I mean, I don't know what else you can get into up there in New York. It's not like you got many parks outside of the uh, the one, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it's uh, you know New York, New Jersey, and uh, but yeah, I mean, definitely the football teams aren't cutting in lately. So yeah, <laughs> it looks like the baseball's picking up the slap or or their uh, their basketball. So now, yeah. The, off to hot start. Now, one name I'm not used to seeing, and maybe it's because I don't follow baseball that much. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm new into my fandom with baseball. It's it's, it's been a for me been a boring sport. <laughs> but we've we've got a whole lot of interest. We got a whole lot of peak in it. So we're we're gonna we're gonna ride with it. But the the Houston Astros. The only reason I know this team is because of the Titans coming from Houston. Uh, I've got family down in Houston, so the Astros they've been a name that I'm familiar with, but not in recent history, you know, or at least I might have been overlooking these guys. Maybe I haven't been following it close enough, but to see them in the top five, you know, that that was a surprise there for me. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, again, that's another team that's just perennially there. You know, these guys year in, year out, or at least that was a name I grew up to hear it. These guys are sitting 33 and 23. Uh, they move up a spot from last week from six to five. So they're having a pretty good season, but uh, 
Real quick shakedown on the rest of the top ten. We got the Blue Jays here at number six, the Padres at seven, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals at eight, the Tampa Bay Rays at nine, and the uh, the Twins at ten. So it's uh, that that's your top ten there. We got the Cardinals, we got the Rays as far as people listening in. Uh, the Braves, these guys, they're sitting at twelfth. Uh, let's see, where, where are we sitting at with the, uh, oh boy, the Cincinnati Reds. Sitting lovely at 29. <laughs> but you know what, Miami? It's not too bad. You guys are sitting there at 21. You're not the, the worst team in our market listening in. But uh, it's it's good to see uh, us not come in uh, come in on the backside of that one. It's Miami didn't have a good season last year, man. Yeah, and you know, one of the teams you mentioned that's really an up-and-coming team and that might contend is... Uh... And unfortunately, in the race division is Toronto. They got a lot of good young players. They seem like they have all the the baseball Hall of Fame greats, like as their sons playing on that team. They got Vlad Jr. Um, they got uh, Bo Bichette, who's Dante Bichette's son. Um, and I think they have another one, Calvin Biggio's son or someone, and they got a good pitching. So that's the team that's really up and coming. You know, they just don't have the experience, I would say, but. Yeah, you know, they might surprise some people in the postseason this year. I don't know that that's the young teams are the ones that you got to worry about, man. Because beginning of the year they really don't have an identity; they really haven't figured each other out. But towards the end of the year, if these guys are, you know, hyped up to what we think they are, these guys are going to be hitting pretty good. These guys are going to be rocking and rolling, and these guys are going to be cruising along pretty good. So it's uh, but you got to deal with the whole. I don't know. I'd, I, I want to equate it to freshmen before and after lunch. There's the huge crash before lunch, and then you get about an hour of, oh, my God, what did y'all feed them at lunch? And then they crash again, and you're trying to wake them up all the rest of school. It's like, I can't be sleeping and drooling on that, man. <laughs> but, uh, that, that's, well, when you said fresh, freshman, I thought you were going to go another route and say the freshman 15. <laughs> oh, well, well, see, that happens too, man. It's like, Maybe it's because I've stopped growing since the seventh grade. But to see these kids come in, and you're like, ah, you know, maybe I'm not too short after all. And then about six weeks into it, it's like, what did y'all feed these kids? <laughs> they just shot up six inches. Maybe I should drink the tap water. <laughs> you know? What's in this Polk County punch? <laughs> but uh, let's see. God, speaking of what are, what's in the water, have you been keeping up with this NCAA Super Regionals, the College World Series, all this stuff that's starting to, to happen with college baseball? Yeah, I mean, I was keeping track with Miami, and, you know, they had they were number one seed. They oh, were hosting man. a regional, and uh, they won the first game, but then they lost a couple, and they're already eliminated. I, I think know, uh, man. They, they lost to the two seed and then the three seed Arizona, so they didn't make it out, uh, unfortunately. I don't know how the other Florida teams fared, because I know I think Florida was in it. Florida State was probably in the mix. Yep. As so hopefully see, someone made it out. As far as who's listening, and we had the Tennessee Vols in it. We had the Vanderbilt Commodores in it. We had the Florida Gators, Florida State, and Miami. Uh, as of, ooh, maybe I should get this updated. But as of me walking into the studio, Tennessee has advanced. Florida okay. has advanced. Miami has been eliminated. Florida yep. State has been eliminated. And Vanderbilt, I think, is still playing in the Super Regionals to move on. So on that one, whenever that uh, works itself out, we'll we'll know a little bit more on that one. But, uh, 
Yeah, man. It's it's uh, College World Series is about to about to start up. Yeah, I mean, it's always an exciting time and stuff. And uh, you know, I already wanted to touch on uh, softball because I saw one team. I think Oklahoma. They only have like two losses on the whole year. I think they have like fifty something wins. So I, I'm pretty sure they advance. But I never <laughs> I seen hope so. so dominant in baseball and softball. Like fifty four wins and two losses. Typically, you know, you'll have ten, fifteen something losses, but that's just dom- pure domination for yeah. the whole year. Oh, absolutely. Now, if I normally don't get to talk about this team, just simply because they are they've been a non factor. As far as my interest level has gone with college baseball, and and that's the Tennessee Vols. These guys, just year in, year out, you really don't hear much of anything about them. You know, it's never been something that's caught my attention out there in Tennessee. Uh, unlike Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt's one of those teams that we always heard, you know, around the uh, the college baseball league just because they, they put together some really good teams. But this Tennessee team is just absolutely insane. Uh, it, I don't know if you got to watch the game yesterday, but uh, Tennessee's baseball team, Jordan Beck, flips off Georgia Tech in their regional win. <laughs> just to give you an idea, this dude's running around the bases. He's just shooting the – sending the bird up, man. <laughs> he put the flagpole <laughs> up running around the bases. So, I mean, it's, it's – uh, I think there was a little something to do with an outfielder or some conversation back and forth, but uh, he, he certainly – Told him how he felt about it. It was very like Baker Mayfield-ish when they played the <laughs> Tennessee. And then when he was with Oklahoma, he comes running up, giving us the finger. I was like, man, yeah. I hate this guy. <laughs> so, but it, it feels good to be on the opposite end of that bird, right? <laughs> or at least for us. Oh, yeah, yeah this, uh, this is somebody I really don't uh, in, in this this sport that I don't really get to talk about. Uh, also, another one's the Florida Gators. These guys. I mean, it's they. I didn't even know they, they were this good this year. You know, I, I saw them pecking around there in the you know the top twenty-five there for a while, and they've actually gone out and made a name for themselves. There's a lot of teams from the SEC representing right now in, in the super regional, the regional, the uh, and hopefully the College World Series. You know, the SEC seems to uh, be dominating the uh, the sports industry, not not alone just the uh, college sports, but sports industry in general, man. Yeah, I mean, and they got um, Oklahoma and Texas coming soon, too, in a few years, so that's only going to add to it. <laughs> you know, and I, I get a kick out of it. You see these teams. I, I grew up being a fan of a team in the SEC. You know, our Florida Gator listeners, our Tennessee Vols listeners, the uh, Vanderbilt Commodore listeners, if we've, if, if those exist. <laughs> they, uh, you know, they... Well, I'll give them credit. I think they've won a few championships in baseball. I know they don't fare too well in football. Hey, don't, don't forget bowling. Basketball. They got bowling down, too. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's, it's all about the sports you don't sweat in, man. This is a almost an Ivy League school, so you got to think yeah, smarter, yeah, not definitely. harder, right? <laughs> it, it, they definitely have Vandy in there to pick up the academic profile, right? Oh, my God. In the group. Well, you got to pick up the GPA somehow, right? <laughs> I mean, we, we got Alabama and Kentucky we're dealing with in, in this conference. We've we got to do something. <laughs> you know, we don't want to mention South Carolina because they, they get a little too excited, man. It's, <laughs> but... Uh, no, man, I was bummed out. You know, I'm sitting here looking at all the teams that are in the top 25. You know, the 
the top 16, but just all the teams that were in this round, you know, to see Miami, to see Florida, to see Florida State, Tennessee, and Vandy. It's like, oh, man, we got a, we got a lot of teams to talk about. And then overnight, we lose 20% of them, <laughs> or 40% of the uh, <laughs> our listening group here. It's like, about that. <laughs> so it's, uh, I hope the winning continues for the teams that are left. Uh, I'd have to take another look at the bracket. Uh, we... We actually posted that up on the uh, the Facebook page. So if you guys haven't checked it out, make sure you find us on Facebook. Uh, just search out the Weekend Recap and, and take a look at the bracket and see where your team's stacking up. Uh, leave a comment. Let us know who you're pulling for. That way, uh, you know, we might throw you a few sound bites of what's going on with that one. But uh, how do you see all this stuff shaping up, man? Do you think Tennessee's just going to continue to dominate? Or do you think uh, do you think they're all hype, man? Do you, do you think this team's just... Um, you know, I, I don't. I guess I don't know enough to really make a real good prediction. But I mean, sometimes it could just be the team that gets hot in the tournament, and they could just you know keep advancing. So, you know, no matter how they play throughout the years, a team gets hot in the tournament, and they can go all the way. So it's definitely there, there for them for the taking. So, um, I want to doubt them. So, yeah, I. It's been hard for me to get up for baseball. You know, in college, baseball isn't one of them that I really get up for. But seeing that our teams have stirred the pot, you know, it's I'm certainly gonna gonna watch this one play out. But I, I'm gonna pull for the home teams. I mean, I want to see Florida. I want to see Tennessee do good. So uh, at least we got somebody to uh, to fight each other over, right? Somebody to to, to trash talk yeah. with. But. Uh, we're up against the clock. Let me uh, go ahead and split out to our break uh, and so give a thanks to our sponsors, uh, Great American Florida Gun Show. Uh, they do have a show coming up in LaBelle this weekend, so make sure you check out their website at greatamericanfloridapromotions.com and find a gun show near you. Father's Day is coming, and we'll be right back. Looking for a fun weekend of buy, sell, trade, guns, knives, ammunition, and much more? Or maybe you're looking for a concealed carry class? Then go to GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com, where you'll find the Great American Florida Gun Show. Dates and location for 2022 are up now. Shows coming to Lakeland, Port St. Lucie, LaBelle, Haines City, and many more. Don't forget, it's GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com, or call 772-577-9647 for more information on dates and locations. All right, guys, thanks for hanging in there. This is Blake and Yusuf again, uh, just in case you guys haven't figured it out. Father's Day is coming up. And what else says thank you other than a trip to the Great American Florida Gun Show? I don't know about you, but you'd make me blush if you showed up with a bouquet of uh, five, five, six rounds or 9 millimeter rounds. I mean, I don't think I'd be too mad about that at all. But uh, make sure you check out their website again. That's GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com and find a gun show near you. Now, there's been a, uh, I don't want to call it a drop in interest, but I just, since Miami has been eliminated from the NBA playoffs and the finals, I've just lost a little gas on this one, man. It's uh, Golden State, I thought this was going to be a very one-sided event. 
But the Boston Celtics are showing that their defense is pretty serious, and they they might want to pay attention to how these guys play the perimeter out there. Yeah, I mean, this has really been a, a tale of two games, you know, Boston and uh, Golden State. Uh, Boston goes in, you know, game one, and, uh, you know, they're down in the fourth quarter. They just totally turn things around, and they get a huge win. I think they win almost uh, like 14 or 16 or something when they were down by like more than 10 or so during the game. And, you know, they just pull an absolute shock, or they just hit a bunch of threes. I think that first game broke the record for threes, like 40 between the two teams That's in uh, one game. Speaking of 40, then, they put up 40 points alone in the fourth quarter. I mean, it, they outscored yeah, it just 40 to 16. It's just absolutely insane. Yeah, Boston just really got on fire. Al Horford, the four, former Gator, uh, you know, Marcus Smart was hitting shots, uh, but one guy, I forgot his name, White, Derek White, I think. He yeah. has a great story. He wasn't even uh, recruited out of high school. And he, he came out of nowhere in this Miami series. And this dude has been a staple since Miami on this lineup. And he is 20 points or better most games. This dude is absolutely contributing. And it's we certainly didn't take account to him <laughs> when, we, when we had a face-off with him. But uh you know what he did with his first NBA paycheck? He uh, he paid off his student loans that he accumulated <laughs> at the D2 school because he had to pay his way there. So that's just an incredible story uh, you, going you from normally, that to uh, making big shots in the NBA finals. You normally don't hear nothing about uh, having to pay off your student loans coming from an <laughs> athlete. I mean, that's just that's that's an yeah. oxymoron for my uh, my students out there listening. Uh, that's just something that's like military intelligence. It's just a world that doesn't exist. <laughs> so, but uh, it's man, you mentioned Al Horford. You know that this dude, Florida Gators should know who this guy is, and he every week is just been the big dude in the paint i mean it, you got draymond green you know that this dude he he had a little success in game one i mean he had 11 rebounds but i mean draymond has not been much of anything in this series i mean he's only contributed what we're looking four points in the first game uh, the second game he puts up five points five rebounds seven assists I mean, well you know what he's famous for uh what charles barkley always says yeah the king of the triple single the triple single. Instead of a triple, <laughs> yeah, instead of a triple double, he'll, he'll get you five points, uh, six assists, and uh, seven rebounds. So. It's, you know, I, I can't argue that one with you, man. I mean, the, <laughs> the triple single. And I mean, I guess that's one way to lose weight. Uh, oh, I don't know. I guess you're putting weight on. You really ain't doing nothing but eating some game clock. I mean, that, that effort, you know, four points, 11 rebounds, five assists took 38 minutes to do <laughs> i mean uh, cool uh i yeah I, I don't have a real good answer i mean even clay thompson this guy has been a no-show in this series you know oh yeah game one 15 points two rebounds three assists game two 11 points three rebounds one assist and you're seeing oh, some serious game has time. been way off i think he was like four of 19 yesterday so I mean, his uh, his shooting has been abysmal. I know he's still coming back from that injury and stuff, but I think you know if they want to win the series, he's gonna have to some play some uh, better at some point. Yeah, 
you know. And I was going to give Jordan Poole a shout-out and talk about his play. But, I mean, he's really done nothing this series also. I mean, 25 minutes on the floor, best thing you can do is nine points, two rebounds, two assists, you know. Game two, I really do appreciate the 17 points you got us. That was the uh, second most points <laughs> off, you know, behind Steph Curry. You know, so I'm just not used to seeing names other than, than Curry or Green or Thompson at the top of these stat lines, you know, and it's just, is this team getting too old is what I'm worried about. Yeah, Poole did hit one big shot in uh, game two. You know, he it was right before, I think, the third quarter, but he hit like a half-court three-pointer. So that was that was sort of the dagger pretty early because <laughs> they were down by 23, and yeah. that's how game two went. Golden State, you know, it was just hitting a lot more shots, and there was a lot of missed shots on both sides. But they were uh, Golden State was just playing with them. Phenomenal. That word is stuck on me. <laughs> Played big. <laughs> big Played <word>. big defense. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, man, look. Thanks for the assist right there. Oh, man, look. I, I, I speak fluent Tennessean. I wasn't going to step in that one. <laughs> I wasn't going to. I ain't stepping in that one. So, man, speaking of not stepping in, Al Horford was afraid to step in on, <laughs> on, on game but two. Yeah, I think he had like a two zero points. or two points, something like that. Yeah, two <laughs> points. I mean, how you – where'd you go? You're a big dude. How'd you hide? <laughs> I mean, did they not I catch think, on to I think to it's got to be like in every uh, every other game show for him. You know, he'll show up big one game and then well, you gotta taking rest the that hips, off. Got to rest the hips and the ankles. He's a, he's He's – got a couple miles on him <laughs> yeah he's played a while he's 15 years in the league so you know he's definitely one of the older dudes in the finals when you're comparing him to a lot of the young guys that they have yeah the uh let's see where where are we at with game three looks like game three is going to be wednesday at nine uh golden state yeah. goes on the road to boston how do you see this shaping out do you think uh Boston's going to take a lead on the series? Do you think they're going to fall in the series? Do you want Boston to take a lead in the series? I don't know if I want Boston to take a lead in the series. There's not much out of Boston. I'm not usually a big Boston fan, but I think the Warriors are sort of becoming like the uh, Patriots of basketball. People are just getting tired of seeing them in the finals all the time and winning championships. So I think I would just root for Boston on that that reason. Um, But they're actually not a great home team in the playoffs. I think I I saw they were like, one of the worst they've actually been getting a lot of good road wins so we'll see i mean they should give them a, an advantage you know golden states that have to travel you know over how many thousand miles or whatever it is you know it's on the whole other coast it's one of the farthest matchups they could have so oh, no that's absolutely see? insane yeah but i guess they get the extra day because they're not they played sunday night and not going to play again until wednesday night so they got a few days in between but um you know, we'll see what happens. Boston is really just sometimes hard to predict because, um, if, you know, if Tatum doesn't go off or Brown, um, where's Marcus Smart? Ball players, I don't know. So he disappeared. <laughs> like he played great game one, and a lot of those guys that played great game one, they just disappeared game two. Yeah, I mean, he he, he talked endlessly. Well, I won't say endlessly, but he he made comments about Jimmy Butler going into that series where it was. He just came off the series having to defend KD and Kyrie. And he was like, you know, I just defended these two dudes. I think I've got things handled here with, with Jimmy. And there was a couple games where he did, you know, and we didn't really have an answer for this guy in a couple of these games. But he's just been such a non-factor, you know. If uh, if Boston wants to get yeah. serious, they they really need that third guy to step up, whether it's Jalen Brown or, 
or again, Marcus Smart. Somebody's really going to have to step up. It can't just be the Jason Tatum and Al Horford show. Oh, yeah. You, you wouldn't put that on anybody's Mount Rushmore. I can assure you that. <laughs> <laughs> Not at this point. <laughs> so. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. After two games, I really have no idea you know, who's going to control the series. So that game three could really swing things around. Boston wins at home. They get some control back. But if Golden State wins on the road, you know, they got one more road game and then they're back at home so they can really take a, a hold of the series. So it'll be interesting to see. It'll be a few days off and uh, we'll see who's more hungry. The Warriors have that championship pedigree and experience. They know what to expect. Oh, no, they've, they've seen it all. The coach is experienced and Boston, you know, has a rookie head coach. They got a lot of young players besides Horford. So it's a little bit of unknown for them. So let's see if they can step up to the challenge. Yeah. I just. I don't want to, I don't know, maybe it's just me being selfish, you know, when, when games extend out to Game 7, other than, uh, say, the Tampa Bay Lightning when they're playing, or the <laughs> Miami Heat when they're playing. I'd love to see that be a four-and-done on our side benefit. But uh, I, I just really hate to, to see a short series. You know, I want to see, I don't know, I, I'm just, I'm selfish. Well, you I just want to see a good game the entire time. Uh, Adam Silver both uh, hate to see a short series, right? Yeah, <laughs> he says less money for the league and <laughs> the home teams and everything. So. Well, unless stuff for me Thank to you. talk about. I mean, and again, <laughs> no knock on the MLB or, or the Tampa Bay Rays or the Miami yeah. Marlins, the Atlanta Braves, or, or these other teams that we talk about. It, it's just hard to get excited <laughs> about baseball. You know, that's that thing. I I fall asleep in most games at, at baseball games, or you know, watching it on TV. And it's kind of like golf at this point in my life. But, you know, that that's why, again, selfish purposes. Gives us a little bit more meat on the bone to talk about here. Yeah, definitely. So, but uh, speaking of baseball and we how got... great they're doing financially, I imagine tickets should be pretty cheap to the game. So I think I'll check out a couple of these Tampa Bay Ray games since they're they're fairly close. Yeah, they're actually, you know, you were mentioning St. Louis Cardinals. I think they're playing St. Louis Cardinals, you know, in a interdivision uh, matchup because they don't typically play them hardly ever. So uh, that'll be interesting to see. They're going to play at the Trop, I think, in the middle of this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So that'll be uh, that'll be cool to check out. Let's see. Let me pull their schedule back up here. So they just got off a series with the Rangers, which the Rangers absolutely dominated the series you know they, they beat us three to four on that series there uh let's see started the series with the white Sox. uh looks like we've actually finalized that let's see white Sox, white Sox, white Sox. yeah no it's not going good right now <laughs> so, yeah there's a lot of losses starting to stack up on this side of the year but the uh the cardinals no yeah we we got a three game show starting off with those guys and it looks like they're all home games so it's uh yep kind of wish mark mcguire was still happening right <laughs> that'd be a great one to go catch <laughs> so, ooh, what's going on with the rays man what's up with this slump you know sometimes you know i think they just hit it well i think uh that you know their hot hot shot prospect uh wander franco is injured right now so mm. um that definitely took a hit because he's been uh He's been an awesome hitter and, um, you know, just plays great defense. So that's definitely a blow to the lineup. And then, you know, just the pitching, you know, they, they do the quirky stuff with the pitching. So 
sometimes you know it's just you have to just throw them all out there and sometimes they just the process doesn't work so um but we'll see i i think they'll rebound okay see now we do have a series with the twins and the yankees coming up so this could i mean granted we are eight games back off the lead here with the yankees but they are leading the league, <laughs> not just our division. So eight yeah. games back off of that guy, I don't feel too bad. But if we can start chopping into that lead, man, it's, uh, I'd be feeling a lot better about this team. It's uh, Again, I'm selfish. I won't be a Bopa race. That, <laughs> Tampa didn't do it. Uh, let, let's hope the Lightning can pull this off for us. And, uh, hey, again, I would love to see how uh, the Rays – pull off a boat parade in tampa bay i mean would they even do a boat parade would it be uh ooh, would it be blasphemy if they didn't <laughs> <I'd> <laughs> no be i mean well, howard franklin or something right <laughs> you know, uh, you, know you, you were talking about those matchups you know one that was pretty interesting that they're actually doing a giveaway for when they're playing the yankees is a uh, mike zanino florida man so uh zanino went to the university of florida and i guess he's maybe from florida so it's a bobblehead that he's on top of an alligator, like, and it looks like he's in a lake or something, uh, you know, wearing cut off jorts and uh, a jersey. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I've seen this play out before on the crocodile hunter. It does not end well. So just go ahead and knock it off, man. Don't be jumping on these daggum alligators. What's wrong? This is why I sold my kayaks. I need, look, I'm a big dude. I'm going to make sure I'm on the top of the, uh, the food pyramid, you know, or, or the first in the buffet line. I don't want to be part of the food group, though. <laughs> yeah. so, it's a no thank you. <laughs> Speaking of no thank you, man, it's a, a little segue over to what's going on in the NFL right now. We we got uh, a few things shaping up. Let me pull this note, these notes back up for the, uh, let's see here, bear with me. Dun, dun, dun. Great radio, right? Here we go. No, it's not. But A.J. Brown. We'll talk about him when I'm trying to find my notes. This guy goes to the Eagles. And I have still not recovered from that. But since A.J. Brown's been there, that's all you hear about on the NFL Network. You know, and now he's being talked about in the top five wide receivers in the league and, you know, all these other different things. And But it just kind of on, on what we do as a radio show, we, we go after the small markets where nobody gives us any love. You know, we're the fat chick in the corner. Hey, let's make some eye contact, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, on that end, man, this, this move has only benefited A.J. Brown. And, and this is coming as a fan of the Tennessee Titans. It's hard for me to say this team has gotten better this offseason. Outside of saying our wide receiver kills pigs with his bare hands. <laughs> you know, but that has not proved anything other than, hey, you're, you're a fill-in for the next Rambo movie. <laughs> so it's, uh, oh, man. Again, man, I'm, I'm not that excited about this offseason. I mean, this offseason's been all about A.J. Brown gone. It's been all about uh, Ryan Tannehill is sour about the rookie. And and is the rookie going to take the job? You know, is there a quarterback controversy developing in there? It's uh, There's a lot of stuff going on. but uh, Not just with that team, but I think just, you know, within the division, right? Because uh, the Colts picked up Matt Ryan. Better. 
everybody got better, except for Houston yeah. <laughs> and Tennessee. Oh yeah, but, yeah. I don't know. Who, I still don't know who Houston's starting QB will be, but uh, I don't know either. Yeah. Do they? <laughs> it's, I, I think they had some rookie or something last year, but he wasn't very so. good. Mills or something. So yeah. So. I think that's the card they're playing. They got rid of Watson, obviously. Yeah. And he might be. I don't know. I'm hearing stuff about him all the time too. So it might not have been necessarily a bad thing to get rid of him, but. Yeah, yeah, but you know the the Colts, you know Matt Ryan, and, and then you got the uh, Jonathan Taylor there. You know that's oh yeah, it, it's hard to say that's not a good team. <laughs> and I've been, I've been even uh, hearing rumors, you know, that uh, Julio wants to reunite with Matt Ryan and uh, Indy, and you know you obviously you guys had Julio last year, and you know he had sort of the the injury bug, but when he's on and. And he's, uh, you know, obviously familiar with Matt Ryan for his most of his career. So, um, you know, that could be Jones, man. Yeah, I mean, the the chemistry's there, the timing's there. I mean, it's uh, even the handicap parking is there. So, (laughs) (laughs) go right ahead. You know what? I'm actually cool with that because it's uh, he's going to eat up a lot of your cap, and he ain't going to do nothing. At least, at least that was our experience. Hold on, wait, no, yeah, that was a Tennessee Titan flashback. So. Uh, speaking of flashbacks, man, uh, I would like to flash back to a time where Rob Gronkowski was on the roster for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's uh, when do you think all this stuff's going to shape up, or do you even think it's going to shape up at this point? You know, I think uh, Gronkowski is sort of uh, milking the uh, the clock to say. I think he really just doesn't want to take part in OTAs and stuff. He's always joked about that kind of stuff about. Know, skipping practice and stuff. If you even remember during COVID, yeah, uh, the players had taping. to record themselves. Yeah, <laughs> and he recorded them all in one day and just switched clothes. So Jesus. he's been a stickler for that. So I think, you know, my feeling is that he'll come back, but maybe, you know, maybe in another month or two, sort of right when training camp starts or sort of in the middle of it. I think he's just sort of milking his clock and, you know, just uh, he just wants to take his time and uh, make sure, you know, he's ready to go and stuff, uh, mentally prepared, physically prepared, and I think he'll he'll give him one more year with uh with Brady. Okay, and, and see the the good news is too. I mean, even though he's a free agent, he is y'all's free agent. <laughs> so it's not yeah. like he's got to come in and learn the playbook, work on his timing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, him he is a Hall of Famer because of his connection with Tom Brady. So I I think all that stuff should be intact and good. Now speaking of intact and good, that defensive line just got a big upgrade in the middle as far as what is currently on the team. Oh, uh, Akeem Hicks, man, that was a heck of a signing this week or this past yeah, week, I, I should mean, say. I think they, yeah, I think you know they they upgraded the line. This sort of points out to uh, Sue not being on the team, and I don't think JPP is coming back at this point either. But I mean. Hicks, if he can stay healthy, you know, he's been a past pro bowler, definitely a big body. You put him with Vita Vey, they uh, drafted a guy in the first round, Logan Hall. So they got some hosses up front now, and, you know, they got the, the they still got Shaq Barrett to rush the passer and the rookie from last year. So we'll see how it shakes out. Man, that's, that's got to tell you something, though, about what uh, Todd Bowles feels about Adamic and Sue and JPP, man. It's, uh, Ugh, I, I certainly thought there was going to be something done on that end. They were just trying to play out the dollar amount, but it seems less likely at this point. Do you think either one of these guys are going to be on the team when the uh, the season starts? I think for Sue, I think this Hakeem Hicks definitely, you know, sort of to show that they're they're not getting Sue back. 
with the JPP, I guess there's a slide chance. Um, yeah, he's more. I don't know. I, I think. Yeah, I just I don't think that. I mean, I think they would have done something by now. So we'll see. But I mean, I'm sure those guys can still definitely play. You know, I've been hearing rumors that you know this is unfortunate, but Sue might go to the freaking uh, Saints. Uh, I don't really want Sue trying to go after Brady in a few games, so I hope that doesn't work out. Look, y'all just need to sign this guy. If you don't like him, you can put him on the practice squad. Yeah. <laughs> don't let him go to the Saints, you know. He's, he wants another ring. He didn't say he had to play for it. <laughs> so, wait a, uh, yeah, let's let's not do that. So, speaking of rumors, man, there's a, there's a team out west called the Denver Broncos, and it looks like oh, yeah. uh, the heir to Walmart, Robert Walton, is expected to purchase the Broncos for a record-setting $4.5 billion. That's, that's crazy, the the numbers that these teams are going for now. I guess there really is inflation built in there, right? So, <laughs> My goodness, uh, man. Yeah, a few years ago, these teams are all going for under a billion. But yeah, lately it's been like two billion with the NBA team, like the Clippers, and yeah, now four point five billion. I can only imagine if a team like the Cowboys or something ever went up for sale, oh, what numbers God. those might get. I know, uh, but I hate to. Granted, Denver's got some historical history, some value to it with the Super Bowl wins and John Elway, you know that that lineage. But yeah, no, it's it's not the Dallas Cowboys, man. It's uh the fan base is much bigger with Dallas. I mean, that's almost like a global brand at this point with how big Dallas is. Yeah, Dallas is always rated like the you know the number one valuation in the NFL and maybe even all sports by Forbes magazine. So God, speaking that of, would go for a huge amount. Let's see, four point five is nothing to sneeze at. <laughs> no, look. All I need to know is, are you adopting? <laughs> I'm cool with it. So it's, I'm trying to figure out which team just sold over there in England. Uh, wasn't it Chelsea FC? Didn't they just sell? Yeah, I think, well, yeah, one of the soccer teams yeah, just sold. I'm, just, I'm trying to pull this up right now while we talk. Uh, but, yeah, no, they one of those big leagues. That, I can't remember if it was Manchester or Chelsea. But, uh, yeah, even like Phil Knight was trying to buy the... Uh, it says four point two five billion. Uh, I guess that's euros. That that funny look. It's not a dollar sign. <laughs> I don't know how that works out pounds, but uh, no, that's uh, you talk billion range again. That's still huge. I mean, it. Yeah. Well, I guess that that was a discount. Then the other day, I saw that uh, Phil Knight, the Nike founder and you know CEO for many years, he wanted to buy Portland Trailblazers for two like two billion. So. I guess that was sort of a discount then, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, the Portland Trailblazers. I, I, I don't think they're uh, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> burning any trails here lately. So it's uh, you should be able to get that one on a discount. I mean, it's like damaged goods. You, you walk over, hey, there's a dent in this can. No, there's not. And then you throw it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Look. <laughs> but it's, uh, no, man, it's. I, what I need to know is what these guys did to get there. Because uh, clearly they did not put that on the same form I got in high school. What do you want to be when you grow up? And if they would have either had rich or retired on that list, that would have been the top two picks. <laughs> but it's uh, unfortunately that they did not have that in our career plan when we were growing up. But anywho, 
we got about three minutes left in the show, guys. Uh, I don't know about you, Yusuf, but I'm ready for football season. I'm ready to oh, yeah. go kick back, slam a couple beers, eat a few hot dogs, throw some peanuts on the field with these baseball games coming up. Uh, hopefully <laughs> we can stretch this thing out to at least a game six with Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah. I hope to God we can, if anything, give us a uh, – Game seven, which would absolutely destroy my indigestion. But, uh, <laughs> and again, with the NBA, I'm hoping for a little bit, uh, a little bit more back and forth. These guys, uh, they're, they, they split the series so far. So, uh, we're getting a little bit of what I was wishing for. It's just, unfortunately, it's not Miami in there and certainly not Orlando. It's, uh, or Memphis. Yeah, there's the, the, the Memphis portion of this that happened. But, uh, oh, yeah. God, look! It's it's this segment should have been sponsored by Tom's. The, the indigestion is back. <laughs> but speaking of being sponsored by, our show is sponsored by Great American Florida Promotions. Uh, they have a gun show this weekend in LaBelle, Florida. So make sure you stop in and say hi if you're in the area. If you're not, check out their website at GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com and find a gun show near you. Now, I, I keep saying it. Hopefully, my my wife is uh, smelling what I'm stepping in here. But uh, Father's Day is coming. And if you want to impress the father in your life, the man that gave you the ability to say, I love you, Dad, check out my friends Max over here at Great American Florida Gun Show. And they can point you in the right direction and gladly point out that I'm a size 308. So, <laughs> but guys, I just, again, every week it's been fun. These guys put on the show for us. Uh, Yusuf, this guy brings all the knowledge, all the information. And I look forward to it every week. Uh, talking to you guys is just an absolutely thrill in our lives. It's We're two dudes hanging out, talking sports. If you guys want to get on this bandwagon, man, we're growing. And they're listening from Miami to Cincinnati and from from Knoxville to Kansas City, man. Uh, they're going to be tuning in on Omaha, too. So get get ready for that one. But uh, feel free to reach out. Uh, find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com is our sponsor. Uh, the Weekend Recap is our show. So make sure you find us. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe. If you're a business looking to grow here in mid- in Central Florida, Reach out to us. We're looking to add sponsors to the show. We can help you reach our listeners and uh, and promote your business. So, unfortunately for us, we're up against the clock, and we're going to have to say saranara to next week. I- I'm looking forward to this week with baseball, with hockey, with basketball. Hopefully, something juicy in the NFL happens. But uh, how you feeling about this week, Yusuf? One day at a time. Let's see how the uh, lightning shake out tomorrow, and then I'll go from there. <laughs> the, the answer is nervous. <laughs> but, but until then, Outlaws, man, we'll be back. Uh, this is Blake. This is Yusuf, and we'll catch you next week. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Deuces. <laughs>